Welcome to another episode of All About K-Drama with the K-Drama Reviewer. In today's episode, I will be talking about the ongoing Korean drama Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha from episode 9 until episode 14. It took me quite a while, if I'm being honest, to um, come so far and be able to watch episode 14 on time. It was quite a ride today, so I've watched lots of episodes. A lot of things happened, actually. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about this today and next week. I have the feeling episode 15 and 16 is going to be very sad, um, especially if uh, you have seen the um, preview for episode 15. It was quite sad. Tushik was crying, and I was like, I am not ready for this um, on the emotional side. Um, so yeah, I don't know really, I just have this one wish for the ending that I hope they are not gonna move back to Seoul, I just, I don't know, I I would love to see them settle down in Kongqing and really stay there, but then again at the same time, Hedin is like having this um, possibility open that she would actually return someday to Seoul because she grew up there. It's kind of understandable. But I don't know for Tushik if he would be actually ready or okay um, going back to Seoul. So we gotta see how that's go- gonna go. First of all, I don't know if I talked about this. Uh, maybe I've mentioned this, but it was like a long time ago, so maybe I forgot about this. I just love the animation intro. Um, I feel like the last drama I watched with this animation was Yoma Spring, which um, it, it just gives you a kind of, I don't know, it just makes the drama a little bit brighter with the animation, and they they kind of make it in a very bright setting so it's like as if it's like you're watching this field of flowers blooming in front of you you're looking out of the window and you see this fresh a sunny day with blooming flowers it's kind of a good intro for k-dramas i feel like it fits this drama well as well as yoma spring so I hope to see it a little bit more often. I feel like um, over the past year or something, um, the animation intro kind of gained some popularity and it's like a more used than a few years ago. So I'm really happy to see this um, development. And yeah, it's just cute. I don't know. I like it. It just makes you excited for the drama in general. So, mm, the second thing that actually I wanted to talk about since I don't know when, and because I actually didn't watch the dramas, I was like, um, the episodes, I was like very frustrated that I couldn't talk about this on time. I am like a very sorry for this delay on many levels of sorriness, which we're gonna go into soon. But um, there are lots of new authors that came actually out for um, Hometown Ta Ta Ta. And there's like this one author in particular, which um, the moment where I actually hear his voice, 
I was like, is this real? And actually, it brought me to tears. Um, it's the Oz number seven. So Oz part seven, Here Always by Kim Seung-min. And um, to be honest, I I absolutely love Stray Kids. They're actually my ultimate favorite Korean uh, boy group. And it was just uh, such a you know, honor and pleasure at the same time, the moment where I heard Seungmin's voice, I was like, yeah, you know, I was just so happy and tears kept falling down and I, I wasn't like sure why did this happen, but I was like overwhelmed by this happiness. So um, the moment where um, the OS actually came out on all platforms, I was like, I'm going to listen to it. Like, I'm going to stream it. I'm going to show my support. And um, there isn't, like, it's, it isn't even a surprise that this is going to be probably my favorite OS uh, from this whole album uh, for this drama. Yeah, once again, I'm just so proud of him. Um, his voice is just so calming and so clear. Um, I saw the live performance and I was like, you know, I, I should remain calm, but it was very hard to remain calm. So I'm just so proud of him. And um, it's like, you know, a dream come true for the whole fandom, I feel like. So I will be rooting for him and for the drama as well. But it was just such a great moment. I don't know. I cannot forget it. And I really wanted to talk about it because it was related to K-drama as well. And um, I feel like I've never mentioned this before about Stray Kids because there wasn't really any um, connection with K-dramas to mention. But um, immediately when it was officially made that Kim Seung-min is going to sing this us. I was like, yeah, I gotta, you know, I want to talk about this in the podcast as well. So here we are today. And yeah, I'm just so happy. It's like overwhelming still. So anyways, I really wanted to talk about this. I really want to congratulate Seungmin for his amazing job. And yeah, the story, I mean, the story, it's like... Lots of things happened uh, within so many episodes. I feel like it was three weeks that I missed out. Um, and everything changed from Hetin actually confessing that she had feelings for Tushik. Tushik actually um, kind of answering with a kiss and then confessing his feelings as well. Um, but then going in this, um, you know, crash in a way with um, Songyeon, uh, because Songyeon actually confessed his feelings for Hedin as well, but she rejected him. And even though he said he was fine, he wasn't fine, he was hurting, and he even spent some days in the hospital. But I really like this development of him and Tushik afterwards actually remaining as friends and actually keeping up their great relationship from before. That was very surprisingly surprising because I thought it's going to be like one of those um, love triangles where um, nobody's going to have a, um, you know, happy moment or 
um, nobody wants to see the other person in their lives again. But um, despite, you know, confessing your feelings and then getting rejected, but still being together with, um, not together, but still having like a friendship-like relationship with um, the boyfriend of the girl that you actually liked and you um, were rejected by, um, is still such a good achievement, isn't it? So I was really happy about that really really happy um but i felt like um it wasn't that fluffy you know as i thought their romance is gonna be because i thought this drama is gonna uh, really pay so much attention on the fluffiness of romance i don't know why but i guess everybody has some different um expectations or thoughts in the beginning what this drama may look like or you're picturing it in a different light and then when you're watching it eventually it just turns out uh, so much different uh, from the way that you've pictured it so I was really I was really surprised if I'm being honest that it wasn't that fluffy and it wasn't like that cute cute romance like relationship but um, there were like moments where um you know he wanted or the characters wanted to avoid in a way um i feel like there was a lot about mental health especially um regarding hong do sik um and his uh, past experience and his um you know bad memories if that's okay to put it like this um it was like a, a little bit it kind of set the tone a lot more darker in mid of their um romantic um you know starting to date each other moments that kind of you kind of expect to be super fluffy but this undertone of um you know something wounding and something hurting was there at the same time so i wasn't really feeling the romance as much as i should have felt it i don't know it was i was like so um captivated by the you know by tushik actually by his relationship by his um emotions and it, it made me made me feel like I don't know, I don't know why I hadn't actually realized that this drama was also about the mental health, but in those episodes that I just watched this weekend, I was like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, I'm all, I'm on the boat, you know, I like it so far, so I kind of had this change in my, you know, like, how should I say it, kind of had a change of feelings um, regarding this drama. Um, so, actually, episode 13, um, which I watched actually earlier today, and I wasn't sure if episode 14 had um, already came out, if uh, episode 14 already came out, so I was like, okay, 13 is over, so... 
I will just talk about this, but then I realized 14 is there. I feel like 14 was like watching completely different drama than everything before. Everything before was like comedy and like bright and I don't know, just that easygoing, um, easy to watch drama. But then episode 14, um, it was super focused on Tushik and I appreciated that because we we finally got to see like his side of everything. Um, and my opinion to, um, I feel like it wasn't really a, a fight, but they had like a, a little quarrel with each other. Um, where Hetin was actually pointing out that um, Tushik hasn't really opened himself um, towards her. So he was still the close person that he was from before, even though they have been together and he had seen, you know, all these bad sides of her. Um, there were like still things that he wouldn't tell or things that he couldn't didn't want it to tell her or wanted to talk about um at the same time i kind of understand her because if you're in a relationship and it's like a serious one and you obviously like this person so much um and they kind of you feel like they're holding back something and you feel like there is this um line that you you know you you shouldn't cross even though it should be natural to cross um if you are already in a such a very serious uh, romantic relationship so it's kind of understandable that she is getting impatient and that she's kind of wanting to know everything and she's kind of um feeling that way that um what's the point of this you know I told you everything, but you're not ready to tell me. But at the same time, I could actually, um, if I had to pick like one of the sides to relate more, I feel like I would pick Tushik because I could really understand or I could see myself actually, um, if I would have been in that relationship or in that moment, I could see myself, I would actually behave more like Tushik. I wouldn't really say everything, um, even though that, the other person is like my partner that I really like and um, I want to be with them until the end of the world but still I would kind of hold back because like there's this line that everybody and I feel like um, there was like this a very good moment where Hatong actually met Hejin on the street Hejin was crying after the fight they had and Hatong invited her kind of home that I ate like um, I feel like it was breakfast together and Hatung was like, you know, people um, kind of, you know, have different ways of opening themselves up and some people just say immediately and that's like the way that they would feel, you know, the best about it, it if they just say it out loud in a, you know, couple of minutes, but others would take like, a long time to actually rethink and overthink and just make the first move to talk about it. And I seriously agree with her because Tushik, it was like, it wasn't like the fact that he didn't want to tell her. He wanted to tell her, but you know, there's something holding you back and like the fears and 
um, if you if you start to overthink the situation, which is like definitely not not good thing when you're overthinking things, but um, when you're not when you can't actually help it and it's just happening, and you feel like you you cannot um, you know um, hold on to some kind of break or something to stop like that moment um in your life and you feel like everything is just um falling apart in a way you cannot tell that person even though you want it and everything that you would like to say uh, sounds like sorry and um it feels like you're kind of drifting away from that person just like Hedgin said you kind of um you know you look like a different person to me that's not you and he he even confessed that he admits that that's not him but he cannot really you know you know take um the situation under his control at the same time so um i feel like it was uh very nice that we saw his um past what actually happened with him and um, some moments here and there that actually um, made him the person that he is today. Um, I don't know, but I feel like that moment where he went back um, to go shopping with Hattin and uh, one of his uh, former, you know, colleagues or, um, yeah, colleagues from the work actually met him and he was like um you just disappeared you know there wasn't like any way to contact you to talk to you and I didn't knew where you were but now you're here what have you been doing you know those types of things I know how many people actually familiar with those types of things but I was like you know that just hits you in a way I was like Oh no, why is this so relatable at the same time apart? Why is this so relatable? So, um, yeah, I would actually pick Tushi um, from um, his point of view. I would kind of agree why he is behaving like that. And I could see myself actually behaving like that as well. So it's going to be very, um, I feel like for me as a viewer, because I felt um, felt like I related so much to um, for like episode twelve and then fourteen um, with everything that happened. Um, I feel like for me as a viewer, it's gonna be a very emotional fifteen and sixteen episodes, and I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna cry a lot as well. I don't know. I'm not ready for this. Um, it doesn't feel like it's gonna end this drama. I feel like we're getting into some kind of uh, very emotional uh, tunnel. That um, at the same time, I'm excited to see how I'm going to go out of it as a viewer. But at the same time, I feel like um, do we need to get get inside of it? You know that hesitant feeling hesitant thoughts I'm getting um yeah I don't know that's like with the recent situation 
Um, I mean, I feel like there is some scene stealer couple, which I talked about it last time as well. Um, Min Son. She just, you know, that girl that would never date cute guys, nice guys, sweet guys, but then she meets Inter and he is like a little bit slow with it, but he actually likes her back, but he doesn't know how to express it. Like, isn't that so adorable? And their romantic relationship had so many glow ups and grow ups in the past uh, couple of episodes, and it was so adorable watching them. And watching actually Inter kind of going out of his um, comfort zone to make her feel comfortable. And they just look so, so adorable together. Um, I was like, yeah. You know, that that, that just uh, brought me so many um, kind of smiles on my face. Um, while the, the other situation was like very unsure what's gonna be happening next when i saw um minton um and Intol, Mintol, i'm gonna <laughs> Mintol couple when i saw them together i was like oh yeah it's it's all right um so like they they like had such a great time together still having great time so i'm really excited for their ending actually what's going to be happening is there like a real big step coming like marriage or something um i don't know i'm excited about this if i'm being honest and then like um hedin and tushik um tushik met hedin's parents in episode nine and i was like what's happening you know I wasn't ready for that, meeting the parents, and uh, it wasn't like very this ordinary meeting the parents thing that we normally see, or that I would normally expect, um, with Tushik actually um, speaking informal with the parents, which is like this big no-go, red flags thing, but he, you know, I just really like his philosophy, but then again, um, I wouldn't have, like, I cannot do this in public because that's, like, so disrespectful at the same time. I don't have the, um, the confidence or whatever to do it. But I feel like if you think about it, it's such a good, um, life motto just for, um, thinking about it in your own head without applying it actually in reality. Um, and you know the family meeting kind of went well if you think about it it was okay um it was so funny when they actually did the um secret dating while everybody in Kongqing knew that they were going out everybody was just playing along with them and uh, the way that Hajin just slapped him in the um cafe and then uh, at the convenience store she kind of um you know, box him in the nose, and then on the street, she started to, you know, hit him again, and um, they actually, um, you know, the villagers, they said, no, you're not allowed to talk to him anymore, Um, it was so funny, and they couldn't really, they were like, actually, oh no, what's happening, 
I don't know, I really like that, that kind of comedy, you know, moment that were added to the story. It was um, quite nice. Um, And then the actually Pora's mother, um, Jun Kyung, gave birth in mid of this uh, chaos uh, on a rainy night uh, where actually um Kumtoi was um you know they got into this fight Kumtoi wasn't there um and she was like oh no the baby is coming and I was like oh no what's happening like are you serious but eventually everything well went well um you know unfortunately you know thankfully so um, what I liked was at that moment where Pora was actually super nervous, was crying for her mother, and Tiyun was standing there and, you know, trying to um, calm her down and, you know, comfort her in a way, um, but with such a witty um, approach at the same time, telling her that if you see the lighting, you have to uh, wish yourself something and it's gonna come true. And because it was like um, raining heavily and a lot of lightings were uh, happening at that moment, she was like, you know, the universe is kind of speaking to me. And she was like really um, wishing and he was just there. And I thought, what a gentleman, you know, this is like when you actually remember that you had a crush on this one kid in kindergarten or um elementary school and they did something silly among the lines as Chiyun, um I can see him you know it's like you know it's like those moments where you feel like oh that kid he was just such a or you know they were just such a gentleman um in that moment I I was really impressed by him like I wasn't, I wasn't like it wasn't like that. I wasn't um impressed by him earlier, but at that moment just was really something I would remember, and I actually remembered it. So I did it. Um, actually, um, I had I feel like it was two weeks ago or something. I had this um very um very nice experience and I felt so honored um, where I had the chance actually to help out um, an elder couple uh, for a couple of days um, just you know helping them with um, their uh, field uh, garden work and housework kind of making um, some sweets with them um you know just roasting some nuts and it was just such a great experience and i just really loved it and i really hope i can do this soon again with them because it was just such a vulnerable experience and it just reminded me so much of this drama and i was like I really want to share this, but there wasn't like any time because I didn't watch the latest episode. So um, it it really made me feel like I was too cheek, you know, just um, I I can see myself or I don't know how to say it, but 
I would actually like to experience a life like him, you know, just being in this place somewhere in the countryside and then helping out people and you what you get in return is like a lot of people that feel like home, you know, that type of family like relationship and you kind of live with them together and it's just such a beautiful moment and I feel so thankful that I had you know this opportunity to do that um it was just such a great moment I love you know I love this um relationship between Tushik and his grandfather so much um it's like you know you know how attached I am to um grandparents and also elders and like all sorts of things but um it was like every time they mentioned his grandfather like I I knew I should actually not cry but I don't know the tears just kept flowing it was like that moment um actually today I had like this thought where I was watching this drama and it was like um that moment where actually um Songyeon would uh spend his last day in Kongtin and um it was like the last shooting day and after that everybody would return back to Seoul so the Kongtin um people um organized this kind of uh, saying goodbye festival um eating together and you know everybody was just sitting there and talking and it was like such a cute moment especially uh with um Kamri who uh was just so kind-hearted um talking to um you know the members of that uh boy group actually I was like you know in that moment where you watch this drama um, there were so many moments where I was thinking, like, what is actually my grandmother doing? I was, like, thinking, what what is she doing? And today, especially in that moment, she called me, you know, while I was watching the drama. And it just, it was like, I don't know, it's not something special, but I felt like it just kind of touched me you know she she didn't obviously knew that I was watching this drama and that I would get obviously emotional on the phone um but I was like um you know trying to hold my tears back if I'm being honest and I try to uh, sound as uh, normal as possible um which I don't know if she actually noticed something or not but I was like I just felt so thankful that she called me in that moment because I was missing her so much while I was watching this drama and it's like this power of this drama I don't know it just makes me feel so connected to certain characters and um um to certain moments of the story and it was just such a great moment that she called me I don't know like I feel like if I look back um in like a couple of years from now I think this is something I will remember about the story even though it's not like actually relevant to the actual story um but it's like something that happened in the process 
while watching this story. So, um, like I said, I really like this, like this um, couple of episodes with this drama, and yeah, I don't know really about the ending, and I hope it's not gonna be too sad, and I hope it's not gonna be too um, emotional, which. I don't know really but we will see it next uh, week Saturday and Sunday um, I hope you look forward for it and yeah we'll see each other then um, thanks a lot for listening and see you guys very soon as always remember no matter which K-drama you're watching I hope you enjoyed you're a K-drama reviewer Goodbye.